violence of the secular Christian. Give evil nothing to oppose and it will disappear by itself. Lao Tzu, Tao Te Ching. Please pause a moment and try a simple thought experiment with me. Imagine yourself to be a naturalist from a different solar system who studies the many varied species of cultural human. Of course, in the spirit of objective scientific endeavor, he merely describes and catalogues what he sees, thereby calling attention to what he believes are relevant, salient features. As a kind of karma yoga or practice of enlightened non-attachment, he does not in any way attempt to change or influence the behavior of his subjects. Now, what interests him most is Homo sapiens signature, defining ignorance of the formative movement of the mechanical nature of thought as a whole. That is, why we think and act in such a way as to almost invariably create conflict in all our relationships. As a secondary variation, He's also interested in how any number of self-destructive worldviews are imposed on top of, and flow out of, like computer programs written on top of ill-designed operating systems, this basic ignorance of thought's divisive nature. One of the species of cultural human that fascinates him most is what he calls, the secular Christian. Its key features are, money has replaced meaning. The self-centered, me, has replaced, God, and pleasure has replaced ethics. The three taken together are obviously self-reinforcing, and predisposed to an almost impenetrable dark cloud of self-deception. Here's a rough sketch of our species. So far, his characterization is crystal clear. It's simply an inversion of meaning or a straightforward flip from what was once seen as bad is now seen as good. He sees this like inverting contrast in a black and white photograph, day turning into night. But what he can't quite figure out is that the secular Christian species seems driven not to liberate himself and others from suffering, as a monk or nun or bodhisattva might do, but rather actually seems to relish inflicting unnecessary suffering on others. This is part of the species' inherent violence. His working conjecture on this suffering conundrum goes something like this, and don't forget this is highly speculative, that, because money has universally replaced meaning, all work, done purely for money, has become extremely unsatisfying if not outright painful. And, not knowing what to do with this pain, unbeing, of course, held prisoner by its ignorance of the tacit mechanical, destructive nature of thought itself, it sees no other alternative but to use that very instrument, thought, to inflict suffering on others, a kind of, I suffer, therefore you shall suffer, too. A very distorted, perverse way of seeking some sort of balance, indeed. Commentary. Frequently, friends ask me in dialogue, when I try to outline this new descriptive epithet, the secular Christian, 
if I'm advocating for some pure or sacred form of Christianity? My answer is no, and that I go on to question all organized religion. Full stop. Another way of saying the same thing is that any religion with a name, I question. Try filling that into your senses form, this having been said. I am intensely interested in all things truly religious in the sense of attuning to the sacred, or spiritual, and how they are one with how I see art and science. At the same time, I also question the wisdom of, say, Richard Dawkins' style of radical materialism. A kind of reason and science are everything that turns anti-religion into, well, another kind of organized religion or closed-door, or rigid fundamentalism. Briefly, my own view is that we need something new. And that, once we see art and science and religion as springing from a common ground, the spiritual arises naturally when all measure, or thought, ends. It arises naturally as we enter the unknown of the pathless land, of emptiness, of wilderness. I hope that makes sense.